welcome to the podcast. I am designer Dave Say. I am photographer Sid Caesar. And I am Sarah Caesar. Yes. And we are kicking off the first podcast we've had in over a year, I believe. Uh, longer than that. It's Hasn't it been since uh, 2018? Would you say June like or July that. of 2018? Like, when I look at my podcast files, I am seeing... Where did it go? It looked like it, the last one was April 2018. Wow. So almost two years. Oh, my gosh. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us. We are back. Today is... <laughs> no one stuck with us. <laughs> They've all found other things. Kentakoga stuck with us. Kentakoga is always with us. You know, he is always I'm there. I'm sure he's on TikTok now, following all the latest trends. <laughs> like, I hear TikTok's cool. My, my salon, the, the person who does my hair and brows, like you was telling me about TikTok, uh-huh. and... Uh, like she's my age, and she's like all over it too. So, so like is that a, that's a yet another social app thing? My, that's my impression is TikTok's like Vine, that short video oh, platform okay. from several years ago. And then in like twenty four hours, the videos disappear. I don't know actually, oh, but so apparently it's quite the entertainment medium now. I don't even. I don't know. We're yeah. just old now. Yeah, we're just yeah. old and just sure. like. <laughs> Have you heard of TikTok, Sarah? I have heard of TikTok. Are and you again, on TikTok, it, I'm Sarah? I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> I've heard of it. it. And again, it was somebody in their 40s that told me about it. So Really? And wow. they said, that's what all the kids are doing. That's but what hearing it's people from the 40s doing? that are talking yeah. about it, I don't know if it's true. Uh, TikTok. Mm. What? I what? don't know. I don't what? know what to think about it. No. Anyway, it know. is, again, what it's is It's Tuesday, nice March 10th. Tuesday, March 10th. 2020. We're coming at you two years after our last podcast. Yep. And so much to catch up on. Is it really that? I, I mean, I haven't seen question. you in two years, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I guess we don't know where we left off, because we haven't even listened to the past podcast. No. The, the, no. the pain of not doing them was just too great. No, well, we were, we had locked in a really good schedule because we were doing video and audio. Yeah, too, yeah And then yeah, we, we were doing, doing like multiple ones at a time so that we could release them, you know, like week after week and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Almost like it was a, like a thing. It and was then, a thing. It was a thing. And then it, it just fell out. Or just things got busy. And Yeah. Like, I think we're still really busy. So yeah. But we just need to make time to do we this. We have to do this. Do you know why? Because community is important. Yes. Community is yes. super important. And like, you know, one of the reasons why like I've been so busy is because I've been involved with all these things I've been volunteering for. Mm-hmm. And like... Like Ralph Bear Day. Ralph Bear Day, which was um, the 8th, 7th, the 8th, this past weekend. Yes. And for those of the, you who don't know who Ralph Bear is, he is said to be the father of video games, yes. having invented the first uh, Magnavox table huh. tennis game, yep. I believe it was. Yeah. And uh, he's he's from around here. He's from Manchester, yes. New Hampshire. Sarah's dad worked with him. That's right. That's Sarah's true. dad worked yes, with him. Yes, he did. And uh, so um, our mutual friend, Kelly Muir, uh, has met, met him and was always a big fan of him. And she had done, I think in college, she had done a uh, giant, uh, I think it was a Simon-style interactive that was room-sized. Oh. You know, back when she was, in, I think, an interactive major at University of Maine or something like that. Okay. And so she was always had a, a soft spot for for Ralph Bear. Apparently, mm-hmm. he was a super nice guy too. From, from all the stories, from what I've heard, yeah, he was really really nice. Yep. And so, um, like we've been doing, this is the second year we've been doing the Ralph Bear celebration. Last year, I think Manchester declared it as a kind of a his birthday city was, holiday. Yeah, his, it was Ralph Bear Day. His birthday is Ralph yep, Bear Day, yep. in and so Manchester. Yeah, and there's like a there's a little statue of him sitting on a bench somewhere in a park, which I still haven't seen. You haven't seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, you got to go see him. 
And then, you know, so there, we just an art exhibit at Jupiter Hall across from the Pius Theater on Hanover Street in Manchester. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of really cool uh, video game themed art. So it's become kind of a celebration of video game culture. Yes. Innovation. Uh, we did a uh, microconference on Saturday on the whatever day that was, the 8th. <laughs> yeah. And that was, was the bear hunt. Yeah, that was the bear hunt. Bear thing. hunt. Yeah, which is, which is impossible to find <laughs> an Eventbrite for some reason. No. But yeah, so we had like a very small but like, you know, active turnout. And it helps, uh, you know, get people talking again about what they're doing. Yep. So like I met a lot of like cool people there. Couldn't last out through the opening though. You went to the opening. Yeah, we were there. Yeah. 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 It was, it was uh, I'm sure the the whole coronavirus 2020 thing has had scared people into yeah yep. so there was still a lot of people that came matt smeagle came and his wife oh great um and then joe the guy that did one of the presentations joe cone he came to the opening um uh, he's an, uh, an instructor at uh, manchester community college i think yeah he's a graduate from new hampshire institute of art or, oh okay or, and uh he used to be a member of our alumni group oh that's would, cool he, okay yeah, cool. so we've known giant man he is a giant human being he's like he, he's, he's awesome. engaged yes yes he just got engaged mm-hmm. yep so yeah yeah so I, I actually ran into him very briefly after the uh, unconference wrap-up yep. thing at the Shaskeen. oh okay. and uh the, he one of his, he apparently is the dungeon master for a group and so one of the people that's in his dungeon mastering group uh was at a panel uh called um improv and rp in how it applies to real life Oh. And so, like, this guy who does stand-up comedy uh, wanted to have this panel. So, the idea of an unconference, like, I'm not sure if you're, if you're either familiar with it, is that we prov- uh, it's a conference that's run by the participants. And so, you show up there, and we just have a time grid, and people write down what they might be interested in talking about. Okay. And then, like, when it's time, then we allocate all the rooms and stuff like that. So, that was nice. one of the room panels that someone suggested. You know, so it was just me and two other guys, but we were talking about like our various role play experiences in online worlds and dungeon campaigns. And this guy was mentioning his dungeon master was doing this stuff. So we all became friends afterwards. Good. And I got to meet them. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a good thing. It was pretty cool. Yeah. But you know, that's one of the many things that have been like kind of been going on. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, that's right. We didn't do the podcast last year, so we wouldn't have been able to talk about the 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 official first year of the whole thing so yeah like this is two that's years right. that we've been doing it now that's right last like it would have been 2018 april so we wouldn't have had the 2019 one no yeah which was the first year so yeah yeah we're two years in on that yeah yeah and it's been good it's yeah. fun i like doing it yeah and sarah's been up to a lot of stuff in the past two years too mm-hmm. there have been a lot of changes yeah 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 yeah, yeah. what do you say the one of the highlights with the if you were to pick just one of the amazing things that has happened to you, her husband, <laughs> like his, your curly, curly hair. Yes, my <laughs> husband's curly hair. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean it's the biggest changes now that I'm I'm working at um, United Way. I mean that's that's definitely the biggest new thing for me over the past two years. That's so great. Yeah, it's it's great. I'm really enjoying the job. Um, Recently, I've been doing a lot of artwork also, which is new. It's nothing that I, that's really share-worthy, but I'm mm. very excited that I'm, I'm doing some painting. I mm-hmm. might be taking a painting class. Sid and I went down to um, the Western Ave Studios last weekend to, oh, to their that? open studios. That's in Lowell, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a huge building um, full of artist spaces. And I think there must have been, what, like 200 spaces there, Sid? Or? Oh, wow. There was five floors. Five floors of artist spaces. Wow. Um, art studios. Um, 
so yeah, I was looking for some some art classes to take. Um, I would would have preferred to take something around here, but I couldn't really find mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was interested in um, this. I, I think it's a new technique or a new material called alcohol ink, um, which I hadn't had been hearing about a little bit over the past couple. of months i guess yeah. um and i wanted to take a class and we did find somebody that teaches that it was like one of the first studios yeah. and we walked in the second we came in through the second floor and there was a woman right there she had a bathing studio and she did these alcohol ink things mm-hmm. so so what's uh, alcohol ink like it's not like any other medium that i could could describe it's it's got some similarities to watercolor because it, it is very um it kind of does its own thing um you put it on the, the page and it kind of flows across the page from what I understand and uh-huh. you can remove it um, using I guess using alcohol um, like hmm. rubbing alcohol um, but it comes out very um, very flowy looking I guess oh. yeah so it's, neat. yeah it's, it's really interesting so hmm. so we'll see um, so that yeah those are the things that I've been been working on um, I am also I've joined the Nashua Arts Commission oh. over the past um, year i guess i've been on it for about a year and a half now at this point you just had a meeting this morning we just you? had a meeting this morning yeah mm-hmm. um so we're working on some projects as well i'm i'm working on organizing some workshop or a workshop for the nashua arts commission on arts advocacy which mm. is exciting um so I'm, yeah i'm definitely doing a lot of things um and I'm reading like crazy also. <laughs> so, reading a book a week, which is new. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I haven't had time to read anything or even just watch stuff on, on Netflix or whatever. No, really? Yeah. Oh. So the last thing I saw probably was I got all the way through an anime called Space Dandy, which is, <laughs> I'm not sure I would recommend it, but I mean, it's from the same guy who did uh, Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, and it's really odd. <laughs> Um, but I just wanted to kind of experience it and wipe me out. But yeah, otherwise, like I haven't had a chance to, to really read for pleasure for quite some time. Oh, that's yeah. all Sarah does is she reads. Mm-hmm. She reads I'm like I'm fully dedicated to reading. Hmm, good for you. Yes. Yeah. So, did you say you had a book club? Or am I imagining that? No, I don't have a book club. Uh-huh. Not I, even in your mind? I belong <laughs> to a Facebook group called the Science Fiction Book Club. Oh. And they were very helpful to me just now, as a matter of fact. Really? I bought a book based on an article that somebody posted, a used book. I read all the way through, and the last page was missing, which <gasps> was so disappointing. Te- did you so think someone I was, did it on purpose? My father suggested that. He said, that yeah, happened so, to me once, and I no. wonder if people do it maliciously. Uh, so they might. Uh, huh. But anyway, the science fiction book group on Facebook helped me um, because I said, can somebody take a picture of the last mm-hmm. page of their book? And yeah. immediately somebody did. <laughs> it was yeah, like five amazing. minutes later, and it was there. But yeah, no no libraries in New Hampshire carry the book. Wow. No bookstores in New Hampshire have it. And I was considering going down to Boston Public Library and going to their wow. archives because what that's was, the only place that there was one. That's a great story. <laughs> what was the name of the book? It's called Chalky. Chalky with yep. C-H-O-C-K-Y? That's correct. Yep. And it's by uh, I was an totally convinced author wrong. named John Wyndham, who is writing this. It was written in 1968. Yeah. And it's about a little boy, a little British boy, who's inhabited by an alien who's trying to learn about different worlds. Huh. And it's not a malicious alien. It's a nice alien that's, that's trying to learn things. Hmm. Um, but sometimes it takes over the little kid's body and does interesting things like draws, which oh. is cool. 
Okay. So it talks about the uh, different ways that aliens might perceive huh. things. I wonder if I'm an alien. Yeah. I, I wonder that, <laughs> so about, that about myself sometimes. But it was yeah. a fantastic book. So if anybody um, is looking for a book recommendation, I highly recommend it. Very mm, short. Chalky. Chalky. Yep. See, I'll write that down for shoe notes. Chalk. And a shout out to the Science Fiction Book Club that Sarah's a member of. Exactly. Thank you, Science Fiction Readers. <laughs> is this like a, a global group on Facebook? It Science. is, yeah. And they, they're very knowledgeable about um And the guy that took the, the, genre. the picture of the last page had the exact same copy. He, yes, he same, did. Oh, yep. What do you call it? Same So rendition. the pages matched up. So I, I, I printed it out or, and I copied the, the text and <laughs> made a little little page to go in the back of the book for the next time I read it. Awesome. I wonder if people do like do that to people <laughs> some people just want to watch the world burn yeah they I rip mean, all like, the last pages out of all i mean like you know i might be tempted to just like replace the page and just change a few key words oh, in it too you could totally do that or could you you could just alter like the if you could change if, the if you could story. take a terrible a book that had a one terrible thing and rewrite it so it was better mm-hmm. you know i mean oh. like we could just start be awesome. You know, like the way that Return of the Jedi is terrible. Like, you know, when you have that first scene with um, Wicket and Princess Leia. <laughs> and you're going like, oh, what is this? This is supposed to be... I feel George Lucas like you're know, selling things to me. Well, we you made know, with 20 this, minutes in before we made a Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the next thing we're going to have to do is just slam, like, um, Brotherhood of the Wolf or something like that. No! Uh, you know, I still need to rewatch Stop! For those of you who are not familiar with like, this whole Brotherhood of the Wolf um, disagreement. It's funny that, that you just said that because I just made a tweet today and I was trying to get a hold of Mark Dacascus, who's the guy that played Manny in oh, yeah? Brotherhood of the Wolf. Really? And uh, a bunch of uh, DVD companies. And I was just like, what's up? It's what been that? long enough. We need a, like a special edition because this movie, it never came out on Blu-ray in the United States. It didn't. Why not? No, I don't know. Huh, so I was just like, I would pay serious money for a nice collector's edition of Brotherhood of the Wolf with a nice high re- high def print. And because I bought a Blu-ray from um, like, Ch- uh, it's like a Chinese yep. thing. Mm-hmm. And the translations are, and the subtitles are like almost there, but yep. like the eyes have been replaced for with L's. So oh, it's yeah. like kind of, and then there's a couple of weeks of trends, like it just, yeah, but there's no, there's no region one us Blu-ray release. So I was just like, and it's funny because movies nowadays, physical copies of movies, everything is starting to kind of get this like criterion style edition. So all these movie companies, like I just discovered this company called arrow yeah, and they're based out of the UK, but they have a us division and they do these really nice deluxe editions of like Robocop and, water world and like all this kind of stuff uh-huh. and it it feels like because everybody's moving into streaming and digital mm-hmm. physical copies it's like all these companies are now sort of banking on the fact that people want collector editions of their favorite physical copies of movies and stuff like that right right uh i was like, off on a tangent i don't know what i'm saying oh so anyway so i just it just just today i was just i was just like you know what like there still isn't a really good edition of brotherhood of the wolf so i was just like what's up with that get on that people want that movie I yep, want that movie. Yep, yep. <laughs> Stop dumping on that movie. Mm-hmm. I just realized like all the balances are off on this. Oh no! Yeah. So, um, yep. Well, so this this is the first time I've used the podcast podcast setup in quite some time. Yep. So, um, I've had to. There That's might okay. be a subtle, like, you know, stereo shift that listeners may be noticing right now, where suddenly <laughs> Sid, Sid, instead of being in the center of the channel, has now been, like, put off to the side. Oh. Sarah is now in the middle. Yes. 
Well, as I should. As Nobody should. puts baby yeah. in the corner. <laughs> Center all the time. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Let me see how much time is left here. We are about. Uh, where is this? What are we looking for that again? So backtracking to Sarah's, uh, she was talking about an arts event that was going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, you didn't say. So it's actually going to happen. It's April 1st, 2020. Uh, yes. It's going to be the National Public Library. It's free. It is free, it is yes. Free, so, it's, so it's for people. Um, the, the target audience is arts organizations, local Nashua area arts organizations, and artists who want to hear about how they can bring more arts to their to their state or their community. More arts. Um, more we defin- arts. Yeah, more arts. Um, more arts performances, more galleries, um, and that kind of thing. So it's, it's about advocacy. Um, the person that's going to be speaking is the director of the... Um, New Hampshire State Council on the Arts, Ginny Loopy, mm-hmm. um, and she's going to be talking about um, grants and just finding different ways to to improve things for our communities. Um, but I, I think also one of the, the major things that we need to be doing besides looking for money is people just starting to do stuff. Um, that's I think it's a common thing. People tend to say, okay, somebody should do that, something about that. Yep. And yep. they don't do it themselves when they really could. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think I would like to encourage people to have ideas and do them. That's kind of like the Ralph Bear thing. That was how it yep. started was Kelly was like, hey, wouldn't it be kind of cool if we did it and everyone was like, let's just do it. Yep. And then yep. like within five weeks, we had a venue, we had submitted art, like we just, right. yeah. it just it's, happened. Yeah, I've learned a lot from watching Kelly just do things. Yeah. Like it's, she just like executes. Yeah, you know, and she does it in not in, in a very relaxed kind of like way. It's just sort of like, yeah, we can do this, and then those yeah. things start happening. I mean, you put the right energy out there, and you provide a, a minimum of uh, coordination yep. ability. You know, so it'd be nice to get get that kind of stuff going again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like one reason why we're restarting the podcast. Yeah, like uh, like over the year we've been talking about like it may, when we bring the podcast back. Yeah, maybe we'll just make it official that the focus is on like nerdy things that we're doing and then things in the area and then maybe bundling up with this other idea we had a long time ago called the called nerd and h-e-r-d which would be just about stuff that's going on in the area kind of talking about what we know people are doing like you know, like if you had a shoot of an interesting subject if like there's an, an area author or there's like you know, a cosplayer doing something cool mm-hmm. or you know, just anything that you know we find interesting and you know write a few words about it take a picture put it up on the website and then maybe geek out about it on the podcast which we might call the nerd nerdcast you know, i kind of like that yeah yeah i'm not i'm not I'm not sold on it, but you know, at least you're listening a, to the Nerdcast Network. Nerd, yeah. Twenty-four hours, all nerd, all the time. New Hampshire's right, right. nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess we just own it, right? And so, like, <laughs> like we don't have like yeah. We don't have to be like a sophisticated like your know, presence. We can no. like totally own like you know. This is just stuff that we like, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, it'll be on its own thing. But the, the remember, there was a the original um, graphic design I did for the logo was supposed to be more reminiscent of like high end fashion or something. Like that. <laughs> so it would be a nice dichotomy between the, like like what a nerd's talking versus nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so just just like make make the production quality like you know, very brief mm-hmm. and very very classy. <laughs> very classy it is yeah classy yeah it's just very classy um everything's very glossy glossy 
Yeah. I, and, you know, like print is so cheap these days. It'd yeah. be nice to like just make a few physical artifacts because um, you know, to, to what you were saying. I mean, why not just do things? Like the, what goes along with that? Just make physical artifacts of things that people can interact with. Right. And, oh, uh, kind of like the the Free Art Nashua thing that I was trying. Oh, yeah. How did that go? And Tell us about so it. So I started it last summer. Uh, we call it Free Art Nashua or F-A-F-Fan for short. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nashua fan. Um, and so what I did was I basically you just hide... You want that? Yep. You just hide. I have these little tiny photograph prints that I made, and I have a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And I just hide them all over Nashua. And then on the back, I have a piece of paper that talks about the project. And basically, I hide them, and then I'll take a photograph of them, mm-hmm. um, sort of showing where the location is. Yep. And then whoever finds it gets to keep it. And then just, just you know, like Instagram, take a photo when you find it, and then hashtag it, you know, Free Art Nashua, so that we can see that somebody yep. has found and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a good way to get little you know just i don't know free it's just free art it's just it's just yep. a chance to give something to somebody who might you know might not want to buy something or not, not be able to right, buy right. something and they can be like oh this is kind of cool i found it like you know first of all you find it you know like we we hide them in little places and behind things and stuff yeah, like that yeah. and you're like oh what is it look, look what i found i found a piece of art mm-hmm. and it's all geeky stuff it's you know like pictures of star wars toys and pictures of video game controllers and mm-hmm. kind of nerdy stuff yeah. um but i just thought it would be kind of a cool way to get out there and yeah. and, and the thought was that at some point maybe it would sort of catch on and other people would want to participate right, right. so you'd have a bunch of people making art hiding art all over the city that other people could go and find Hmm. i think maybe one thing that you could do to get people to catch on is to start a um, facebook group or or just specifically invite people to participate that's true um there's i don't know if you know of the facebook group nashua rocks yes but (laughs) who so that's a um, a facebook group where people paint rocks and hide them all over nashua and I, I don't oh. know how many members are there are in the group, but it's it seems like people are painting rocks and right, right. and oh, hiding good. them pretty frequently. There, so. there was a friend of mine who like um, like uh, has a business and fun, and like some kind of like incident happened at their business and they were concerned about their security and they noticed the the um, Nashville Rocks rock and they were wondering if it was part of some sort of um, secret thief sign or something like that <laughs> and i said like you know, and, and you know they were telling me about it and i looked at the thing and says like oh wait i think this is paul shea has involved with this somehow so this is this is okay i think that would be awesome so, if you had a gang that threw painted rocks through people's windows that made them all lovely it's uh-huh. just like it's a pretty rock with flowers painted on it and i'm gonna smash it no through it's window. not it's like it was a really tiny rock too what a gang so, that's awesome more like hobo signs <laughs> Yeah, you know, so they were wondering if it was like some sort of secret, like you know, like you know, yeah, we've marked this place, it's, right? It's, Those young people, hit this one next, you know, throwing their pet rocks through our window that they paint all over, gangsters, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. No, so that might be an idea. Create a, a group and then just invite people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think people would like make that. it no pressure. Like you don't have to do it if you do want to do it. Here's a, a template yeah. that you could. Yeah. But you know, like I think. There's also the aspect of what's the time frame you expect to see some kind of result. So, right. um, like for the nerd thing, like originally I was thinking it would be cool to make these very small, like glossy little magazine things, like yep. you know, like an eight eight like you know an eight page fold thing, and just leave it in places, and then almost like putting a message in a bottle. And so there's no expectation of when people find it, but when they do find it, we can provide the uh, the the breadcrumbs so they can find it. And so with that kind of thing, you might be thinking like, you know, months out, years out or something right, like right. that. 
Right. But you know, the, the thing is, you find something, and it's mysterious enough that people try to research it. And the people who research it are the ones who are, are rewarded. Yep. But with something like that, like I was thinking that it would have to be something like a, a, an internet presence that didn't rely on. Um, I guess it would just have to be searchable on Google. You know, right. So so long as you could find like a Facebook page or even just like an internet thing hidden out of the way someplace. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's very much like um, you know you uh, like alternate uh, reality games, right? Or augmented are they augmented right. or alternate reality games, ARGs, um, where people do marketing campaigns based on like mm -hmm. the idea. They can like do research and figure out what things are. Um, the the canonical one is the I Love Bees campaign. Oh yes! Oh my gosh, that was so long ago. Yeah, I can't even remember. That was what Halo. It was, was a Halo thing. It was a Halo thing. Yeah, it was yeah. a Halo game. Yeah, you're familiar with the. No, I, please uh, how, explain. Yeah, explain it, Sid. So uh, the I Love Bees. So they were getting ready to come out with. I think it was Halo Three or some one of the Halo games, and they started this viral. It, it was basically a bunch of. Podcast. It was. I think it was podcaster that somebody had found a bunch of audio diaries, and they would upload like one every week and stuff. And it was about this. It was kind of like, um, what's that that drama podcast we listened to when we drove up to Canada that time? Um, the one about the girl and her. She was looking for her father and Limetown. 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 It was basically like that. It was this fictitious serialized drama thing. And it had something to do with it was something to do with bees, and then there was, I think the URL was I I love bees. Yeah. Some, I, it was this whole fake thing, and it basically it was they took this one little tiny speck of an idea that related to Halo, and then they turned it into this whole universe. Hmm. Um, and then it wasn't until the very end or something where people started to figure out like I think this has something to do with the next Halo game, and mm -hmm. people were like, "What?" But it was kind of cool because it was just like this whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, and they wouldn't really tell you what it was. They would just sort of, you know, like you, but people were really digging into, you know, try to decipher a lot of this stuff. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that'd be kind of cool. We've done it. I think we've done the free art natural thing like three times. Oh, I had no idea. It was, I thought it was, I had no idea you had done so many times. Yeah. I did it a couple of times over this. I did once in the summer last summer. I did once in the fall and then we did one to coincide with art walk. Um, and I think a couple of people have found the things. The thing I get upset about is, is like, I, I like the idea of the art just staying in there and we put them in like, you know, like rain type bags and stuff yep. like that. But I've no, I think what happens is like people just see them and rip them down and throw them away. So I, I get upset cause it's just like, no, no, just leave it up there. But I, and we use like the painter's tape so it doesn't damage anything. You know, yeah, like we yeah. paint the stuff up there, mm -hmm. but I've noticed when we're out and about, like I'll check the locations where I know no one has found what, you know, like nobody's yeah. tagged it. Um, and I think like, you know, I think the, the city of Nashville must go by and when they're doing cleaning stuff and they're mm. like, Oh, somebody put graffiti on here and they just yeah. chuck it. Mm. Um, so that's too bad. Just the, the thought about like art getting tossed in the trash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the way that to make them like in a more protected area. Or maybe or... I just need to hide them better. Like maybe I need to just hide, hide them and not just sort of put them yeah. in areas where you can kind of see them. Hmm. Yeah. And we could do um, GPS coordinates like with like, um, oh, like geo uh, geocaching. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Right. 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 We know, we know some people who geocache, right? We geocache. Yeah, we used to do it oh, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Just leaving, just making that part of the geocaching thing. That's still, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the whole idea, I think, of just spreading the art around. Yes. You know, something like that. Hmm. Put it down yeah. Geocaching. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess that's... Uh, what else been going on? Hmm. We have like a couple minutes left, I think. 
I think we've entered year four of being in the new studio. Oh, wow. Has it been that long? I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So that's been good. I'm, I'm getting used to the space now, so that's nice. 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 Yeah. Not yeah. a nice foot traffic? Um, I, yeah. I, I mean, we don't... It, Art Walk is always difficult because the rest of the building that we're in... They all, you can go in and there's all things that you can buy. So you can buy jewelry, you can buy stained glass, you can leave with a little bag of stuff. Yeah. With me, I'm more of a business to business provider. So it's kind of hard because it's like, oh, well, you know, you might work for a company and you might need a headshot and you might mm-hmm. know other people that need headshots in your company. So right, give them right. my cards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I have like a bunch of toy prints and stuff, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. People don't buy toy prints of toys and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but I have enough that, you know, like it gives people an idea of who I am and the kind right. of work that I can do. And I've got a bunch of propaganda out there so they can take business cards and they can take, you know, price sheets and they can take little pamphlets and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, but the, I'm used to the space now. It's, it feels more comfortable now when I go in, and I think I enjoy it. Excellent. Yeah, it's good. Do you have, like, a people... Are you going on site these days for headshots, or are they coming in for them? A little or? bit of both. Yeah. They'll come to me, um, or, you know, I can go on location. That's not a problem. So, mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm. Yes. Yes. It's good. Yeah. So, if we had to get this nerd thing going... N H E R D nerd. How to get it going? Nerd. How do we do this? Nerdcast. You just you will just say that this is, you know, episode. What is it? What are we, how many have we done? We haven't done a hundred, have we? I don't think so. I think we've seventy three something, something like, like that. that. So that we could just say it's like, so. you know, season, whatever. How long yeah, have we, we been doing this? Start it over. Just I mean, nerdcast. I mean, we're gonna have to make a new feed for it and everything. I think we're gonna you start from so? zero. And like, I think we need, probably need to find. Like, you know, maybe different starting music. Okay. You know, so we'll have to find licensing stuff. So there's yeah, a bunch of stuff enough. to do. Yep. Um, so. If you're a musician listening to this and you would like to license your music, please contact. No, 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 don't offer that. <laughs> We're gonna, first, I think we had to talk about, like, the kind of music. But, you know, actually, you know, like, if you have music to audition and you don't mind, the, like, the intense critical attention that I will give it. Yes. You know, because I can be hard-ass about this. Um, kind of genres that we're into like electronic or you know i think synth wave i'm thinking yeah i was, thinking, oh. I was totally thinking it's gonna have to be synth wave yes something like that synth wave or chill yes. out or something synth wave. no new disco maybe <laughs> new disco plus uh, synth wave Nerdcast. you know yes yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> the fun it's, is in the details yeah and so it's like a it's basically we need like a a 30, 30 second sting. Yeah. Like maybe a longer 60 second version that we can overlay it overlays a yep. bit at the beginning and the end. Something that we can like, you know, has like a, a startup that we can edit. So we can edit the start in point mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be happy to give you the credit. Like, like the previous sting, which is wonderful has been provided by Michael Bellar and the Oz's ensemble. Have you heard anything new about Michael? No, last I knew uh, he, he, so they, there was a, Resurgence of Oklahoma on Broadway. Yeah. They like redid it. They modernized it. Uh, and for a while there, Michael was the, I think he was the, something to do with the music coordinator or something like that. They yeah, hired yeah. him. So I know for a while he was posting pictures. He was like, I think he was, he had something to do with directing the music. And uh-huh. I think he conducted at least a few performances wow. yeah. too. That's cool. So that's pretty awesome. So that was the last thing I know. He's based out of New York City. But I think he was playing the accordion for that. Yes. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because he, he's an accordion player. Oh. Or whatever you call it. Is an it an accordion, accordion or is it a... He was playing, the, I think it was the accordion, so oh. he is an accordionist. This 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah it looks like we have more time than I thought because oh. for some reason this starting this, this template I'm using has the music put out I think at the 45. Oh, all right. So it was for an extended episode. Yeah, I guess oh. it was. Well, it should be an extended episode since it's been so long. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we have, we have some more time in. to talk. What else? What else has been going on? What else have we? I'm sure we've done tons of things. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, to finish up the, the Nerdcast discussion, like, you know, how do, who do you think is going to be involved? Is it going to be us? We start with us? And I don't we, know. So, so this is basically um, talking about nerdy subjects, or is it a free-for-all? It's, you know, it's the, the, I, the basic metric that I'm using is whether or not we can put the awareness of of the interesting things that are going on out there such that other people can participate or find out more about them. For example, we're doing this nerdcast. So people who are interested in doing podcasts might want to come and talk to us. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are running stuff like for your organization, like related to the arts and you just want people to know about it, um, like we could take a picture of it, write a little blurb and put it on a website someplace. So I think at the minimum, the media outlets are this podcast, mm-hmm. um, some kind of very simple website and then a print piece that we just sort of do kind of like the found art thing. Mm-hmm. Right? What did mm-hmm. you call it again? Free Art Nashville. Free Art Nashville, except like this would just be like, almost like, you know how like when you, you go to a sub shop and they have coffee news? Yeah. Like, yeah. Those little, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, those little free things. Like the bathroom reader. Yeah. The ba- <laughs> and they're basically... Like, um, like, uh, what is it? It's a tabloid side piece of paper folded yeah. in half. Yeah. Or it might be even like a, a one sheet that's with like a local side. tourist, like yeah. visitor's guide kind of thing. Yeah. But you know, we could make a cool one. But for nerds. You know, it's like, we don't have to use like, you know, their, 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 can use the basic idea of just being available in places mm-hmm. and like, it doesn't cost, it might cost us maybe a couple hundred bucks every time we do one or something like that, but we can easily make that as a marketing expense or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, put it out there and just see, you know, the people like hit on it. You know, they go to a website and they find out about things. They find out about who's doing what. Um, and then like you, you know, give us an outlet for like, you know, if we're taking photos of things just mm-hmm. to share the idea of putting out the, 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 the act of sharing things and making it very, I guess, like kind of generous and public. I think mm-hmm. you made this, I, th- I think as an example of showing like, you know, Nashua doesn't have to be a sleepy bedroom community. It isn't. There's people doing all kinds of things, but it's hard to find out about that stuff. Right. Um, but just showing that there's a bunch of people doing things, not only in Nashua, but in Manchester or around here. And uh, this is where you can find their work and maybe connect with them. Uh, find out about area groups, you know, like, you know, even knowing about the Ralph Bear thing or right, right. knowing about the Southern New Hampshire game development uh, meetup, which I'm a co-host of now, uh, finding out about those things. That's, that's cool. Yeah. And then seeing cool art and seeing cool photos and getting sense like, Oh yeah, now I know of this and I know what that person looks like. And I know their artwork. When I meet them, I have some, something to talk about with them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a way of providing uh, a handle on someone. It's much easier to start a conversation with someone. If you have something in common, you can talk about. Uh, so that's, that's the general thinking I have about it. Yeah, that's, that's very important. I th- you know, people approach me um, pretty frequently asking for recommendations of things. Really? And ah, yes. Yeah, specifically, um, how do I take an art class? How do I, how do mm. I take piano lessons? Right, right. Um, that information's just not available. Um, somebody asked if there was a, a group for um, people in tech 
in Nashua. Mm. I'm like, I have no idea. I, I pointed her to your, your game developers group, oh, but great, I think great. she was interested in something else. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, we, that information is, is not readily available. And I was talking to my mother about this actually recently about how um, people used to be able to go to the phone book to find information about what's going on. And yeah. we can't do that anymore. <laughs> You can so. type in things into Google, but there's so much garbage right. on, on the yeah. search engines these days. It's hard to find anything. Yeah, and it's it's not a, a comprehensive list of everything, everybody doing that particular thing. It's only if they have those particular words in their yeah. SEO. So Yeah. So I'm thinking we just started off as a thing as a list of things that we know about. And then we poll people we know about what they know about. And between the three of us, like we're tied into having lived here long enough, we're tied into enough mm-hmm. area <laughs> things that it would be a pretty good starting list for someone moving into the area or someone who's just starting to figure out, you know, are there people who like the same things I like around here that are making and doing things? I think that there's a, a slight emphasis I would like to put on people who are trying to create things rather than just consuming things. Mm-hmm. Consumers are welcome, of course, but I think the idea of making things and doing things, that's more of a creator mentality than it is like purely a consumer mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe there's one thing you bring to the party. It's like a Pollock, a creative Pollock. There's something that you're making that you can bring to the discussion, but then you can just love consuming all the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I think for me, having that creative energy in the people around me helps me be creative. Yeah, helps me be more energetic. It makes me feel more connected. And so having that kind of uh, just leading with that, you know, one of the things I've been doing the past year has been running the virtual co-working chat room right. on Discord. And I started that because I was tired of working by myself all the time. And but I also didn't want to drive anywhere because like the food be terrible. <laughs> yeah, th- there aren't really any good co-working spaces like in this area. You might have you would have to drive down to Boston. The closest thing right. is maybe going to um, maybe Riverwalk or um, the local Starbucks. Mm-hmm. At least there's people working there. Yep. But it's 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 not quite the same. So now we have this community of like, very small community of people who have gotten to know each other. And uh, sharing knowledge and sharing experiences about just trying to create things and do work. Have you been to that co-working space that's in Milford? No, I haven't been to that the, one yet. Um, that one, yes. We should go check that out. Co-ho, oh, I forgot what it's called. Co-house? Co-house. It's it was started like that. by, uh, uh, it was a woman, a photographer in Nashua. Oh, okay. That co- co-opened it, co-owns it. Or right, right. Something. It seemed like it had a good vibe. I was checking out their website. Yeah. I think they're right next to that... Um, there's supposed to be a place that has good um, poutine, I think, next to them. Oh, really? It's like on that road that goes into Milford. It's on the right. And I forget the name. Bar One. It's next to the Bar One. Oh, which I hear I there's yeah. something there that was supposed to be really good. Huh, I can't remember, remember what it was. It's been yeah. on my to-do list for like three years. <laughs> but yeah, when, at some point, like when I get less busy or, or when I make some time to go down there and check it out. Field trip. I believe they have an open house on Thursday or Friday once a month. Oh, did I? I don't something know. like that. It's, it's on their website. We should, oh. we should check that out. Huh. Find out what they're doing. Right. You know, so, you know, what's the, so the first thing to do for this, I guess, is to, I don't know. I guess I should make a website, but you know, it, it would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice to be to spread it around. 
Yep. Um, you know, so finding some people to admin. I don't know if you guys are interested, you know, in doing doing learning some WordPress admin stuff. Oh, I'm already doing some WordPress stuff for work, All right. so it so. might be helpful. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. WordPress. <laughs> but like I've been using it since 1.0, so like it might be an interesting uh, learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if yes. you can learn from what we're doing too, I mean, that's yeah. a big part of you know, like the classes or just learning to do things with each other for a common good. I think that's, that's that would be a wonderful thing to do. I agree. And so we can become, you know, kind of like a, a very uh, relaxed kind of hub of just, at, at the very least, a place to go look to see if there's anything new going on. Yeah. You know, and uh, just finding out, like, what's going on in the area? Try to be inspiring that way. You know, give us a reason to make things. You know, I find it's much easier to make things if I'm sharing them with people. Right. It's hard for me to make things just for myself. Right. Oh, right. 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 Yeah. It's like, ugh. yeah, I know. Like, oh, me. Oh. I'm tired of dealing with me. Me never does anything for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> much easier to do something for for somebody else. Um, yeah. So let's see. How much time is left? I don't know, actually. Let me take a look. I had to walk all the way over here. <laughs> it's at the 40-minute mark. I yeah. see it creeping up. Five minutes left. Yeah, probably five minutes all left. All right. Sarah, what else is going on? Well, I was just thinking on a related note, um, something I brought up at today's Art Commission meeting and related to trying to find classes was I am, I'm going to be coming up with a list of people in the Nashua area who are teaching classes. Oh, um, excellent. So I'm going to start doing some research. I'm going to start... Um, reaching out to people to, to see if we can at mm-hmm. least come up with some some sort of a list of people that are teaching classes. Um, and also, I think we'd like to come up with a list of um, people who have you know, home galleries, I guess, or hmm. um, things like idea. that, which might be interesting. Home galleries. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. Somebody during the meeting brought it up. Um, it might be interesting. Places that people can stop by and, and do a studio visit on appointment. On the Silver Lake Road, isn't there someone who does that? That I has think a home I rem- gallery? Yeah, I think I remember seeing that. And you do see that occasionally, um, huh. signs that say art gallery. So it would be interesting to just find out who, who is doing art stuff in the area. Out in the um, Monadnock region, they every fall they do a, a tour where people can stop by at people's studios. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, that's interesting. It's during, like, I think it's the second weekend in October. Open Doors? Is that what yep, it's called? Can, I think it's, is it? Edith Wheeler mm-hmm. used to do that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it might be a different thing. Oh. I think New Hampshire Open Doors is something that's run oh. by the... Um, Actually, I don't know. Maybe it is. It could be the same thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it would be great to run something just for this region. Right. Where actually it would be great for any type of maker if they wanted to open their doors and have people stop by and and show people Mm -hmm. what they're making. That could be really cool. Yeah. So it would be, yeah. I hear the music coming. Oh, it is. It's very quiet. It hasn't. Yeah, uh, like. I purposely, I think, lowered it so it wouldn't blast our ears. Oh, is it? Because <laughs> it used to get really yes. loud. So it's enough for us to hear and uh, boost it in the post-production. Okay. Okay, so I guess that's almost this podcast. Nerdcast. 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 The Nerdcast. And Nerdcast. we're going to have to do some infrastructure work. So we'll keep publishing these under the old um, podcast uh, the unnamed podcast, but we'll be switching to Nerdcast, Nerdcast. branding at some point. Yes, I've had the domain for like three or four years, so we can nerd.net oh. will be the the location. Nerd.net. So, but I had to set up this entire WordPress like network setup. So oh, that's pain in the ass. That's not going to be a pain in the ass, but it's like <laughs> there might be someone who might help me with that. 
Yeah. So I'll have to see if he's interested. In Is it Kenta Koga? It's not Kenta Koga. Oh, it's not Kenta Koga. Kenta, do you know anything about WordPress? No? Well, <laughs> yes, you do. If you do, like, if please correct my ignorance. Yes. Um, but yeah, this, there was actually um, someone who I met through the virtual co-working chat who is based in Nashua. Oh. Apparently really likes infrastructure stuff, does it huh. for a living. Wow. And uh, I took him over to the new um, like uh, Kung Fu Tea near us. Yes. I've been to like 10 times <laughs> since it opened two weeks ago. You're like an unofficial employee. Yeah. So like, so the owner keeps shaking my hand every time I shake. I don't care. It's just, you know, like he's, he, he seems happy to see, <laughs> see me. Hi. Uh, so it's a little, it's a little embarrassing because I've been buddy. there so many times. But they have really, really good sweet potato fries. Oh, yeah, we had we had yeah. those. The, I like their what is it the strawberry milk thing? I don't know. They're, they're yeah. good. It's, it's all, like a shake. All, it's all okay. good. The amazing thing is like the tea tastes like tea. Did you think like you're yeah, you're it's a big delicious? Tea. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and green tea can be a little bit um, tart yeah. or something, and it wasn't at all. It was, yeah. it was smooth. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's the podcast for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Dave Say, designer. And I am photographer Sid Caesar. And I am Sarah Caesar. And uh, we will we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Music recently provided by Michael Bellar and he has his ensemble. You can visit him at michaelbellar.com. Give him your love. Give him your love. Have a good week. Bye.